This is Work Talks, a Mentis Me podcast exploring the frontiers of work, personal growth, and communication. We are Gerard and Rowan Deckers, your guides to the evolving landscape of the professional world. Today's episode, the future of work, adapting to change. Here we are again. Yes, here we are again. It's, well, this is the first episode of Work Talks, so yep. people probably think right now, like, what are you talking about? Here we are again. Well, this is our second podcast. We've uh, made a very big podcast before this, the Unlimited Potential podcast, um, which we transferred over. We started now with with Work Talks. Unlimited Potential podcast is stopping. It's it's we quit the production of the Unlimited yes. Potential podcast. So this is really a follow up and. In Work Talks, we are planning to go more and more in-depth on work life yes. for everybody. It, yeah. May it be personal leadership, personal development, uh, communication within companies. Uh, that's also why it's called Work Talks. Yeah, and you know, the, the Unlimited Potential podcast obviously stays on Spotify and on yes. the different yes. platforms. So you can also revisit these uh, podcasts because they're very interesting about looking into, into the mind of a person and what happens there. Yeah. Um, so a lot of these insights you can obviously use uh, while looking at your work environment. And um, why we choose to create work talks is that a lot of the insights and a lot of the services and products and what we do obviously are connected to the workspace. Yes. Uh, even, yeah. even more than just to your mental health and your... Um, well, unlocking your unlimited potential, which obviously yeah. is a very um, personal thing. And now we are connecting it to um, much more the workspace. Yeah, we're yeah, exactly how you said it. We're connecting it more. It's not like we're not going to talk about that anymore. Um, we're obviously going to reference it a lot. So like you said, yeah. Unlimited Potential Podcast is still online. Um, way more in Dutch than in English, but definitely still a lot of episodes in English as well. Uh, we might even reference a couple here and there, like, hey, if you want to know more about this topic, check out that uh, yep. podcast that we did. Um, but this is way more focused yeah. on the workspace and on your professional life, even your uh, personal career. It's also things we're going to talk about, so not even related to a certain company or where you work. We're, we're going to talk about that a lot, but still what remains is we want to keep it, um, I don't want to say informal because we're not going to be um, making this one big comedy club, although we no. like a joke here and there. Yeah. Um, but we do talk about it just like very free and open talks, you yeah. know, and just relax. We're not going to script a lot of things and we're not going to be here sitting well, here. Not, well, obviously we are different people. No, but we're not going to auto-cue, no, 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 for no. example. No, 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 no. This is a... Um, in Well, in that regard, it's, it's it's a free talk. It's 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 just what... It's obviously we have a script and we know what we're going to talk about, we know the topic, etc. But obviously we are we, we are different people. Exactly. Um, and and, and while well, I'm sometimes a little bit more serious, I think. Yeah, and uh, I tend to be a little bit more in more informal <laughs> yeah, now. Exactly. Then. So um, it's not that I never laugh or so. But but talking about yeah, this, yeah, let's yeah. do a quick introduction. Okay, okay, and okay, okay. Let's, obviously let's in the future we will have a lot of guests. We already talked a lot uh, to a lot of people who would like to be on work talks, so we're gonna have super interesting guests for everybody yes. that's listening to talk to professionals out of the field with tons of experience uh, with everything going on in their companies or previous companies. They're going to share their knowledge, share their experience, their tactics of how to make everybody work towards the best version of themselves. And 
also work in line with the vision of the company, Yeah, everything. We have a lot of cool guests, but first let's introduce yes, ourselves. We're also going to refer to all the knowledge and, and expertise we have uh, working with different clients. I think that's that could be very cool. Like yeah. at least sharing our experiences yeah, exactly. as well. Because okay, okay. we've like starting with you, you have a lot of experience. Yes. You yes. have in, in in total more than 30 years experience. Yes. But with these kind of things, it's roughly 12 years, 12 to 15 years 15 now. Years but now. I'll I'll yeah. let you I'll let you say yeah. it and introduce yeah. yourself. Yeah. Um well, thanks. So give me the. So, yeah, I, I could also say okay, you start, but uh, but I'll introduce you. Yeah. Okay, no worries. So Gerard, being educated as a psychologist uh, and uh, economist, and and before that, I I did an education in uh, physical health. Um, so while working, um, I discovered a lot of things in the workspace. I I really like to look at interaction patterns. So how people move, not only just physical, but also mentally. That was one of my, well, always very interesting for me to see how that works. So, so in, in my work at different corp corporates in the Netherlands, and, and also there's some projects in Africa, uh, introduced uh, some services and products and seeing different cultures. Um, I started in 2010, 11, uh, my own company, uh, Mentis Me. Um, the reason why was that I saw so many, well, knowledge and competences being held for themselves, just inside. And, and the sharing of knowledge and competences, um, well, it was for me a, astonishing that so many people don't do that or don't do that with a structure so that other people can learn from your experiences and your competences. So that's why I started Mentors Me, a mentoring company, yeah. in 2011. So it's all about sharing knowledge yeah. and structuring growth. So exactly, exactly. And, and before that already I had a psychology practice uh, and, and we counted the conversations. <laughs> Wasn't it like... The, it was more than 10,000 10, talks. Right? Yes. So... Um, I have a lot of experience on that and done a lot of uh, different studies, not only on psychology, also all yeah. kind of intervention techniques like uh, EMDR, um, obviously cognitive uh, behavior therapy, um, EFT, uh, voice dialogue. Yeah, but what's, what's uh, interesting about systems, that is so, we've, we've, we've talked about it before, a big downside to your psychology practice always was that um, you do that one day a week. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. you can't just you, <laughs> the cherry on the cherry on my week work. Yeah, that's, you that's always what call I said. the cherry yeah. on top for yeah. your yeah. Weird, exactly. week work. Yeah, uh, work week. Jesus, yeah. um, but the thing is, you obviously can't record sessions with your clients. Oh, like, such inconvenient. It, yeah, because you mm. do a lot of cool things with them. They get mm. to a very very deep state of mind, they have great realizations, great realizations that you normally would love to share with the world because it's it, it reminded us, we we both watched Stutz, the, yeah. the documentary where um, Jonah Hill. See it, Stutz. Yeah, it's it's about Jonah Super Hill cool. and his conversation with his therapist. Yeah. Um, and that idea was so interesting um, to do, but you you can't. 
you you can't just record every client you have no. because you know privacy and it's all sensitive and um, but, but you know it was a still a passion for you of, of course that you wanted to share mm. the knowledge and mm. the things you experienced there at least with the world. Yeah, it was so cool when when I saw the um, the documentary. Um, I thought, okay, this is this is so cool. He he, he uses well all small kind of drawings. Yeah. And so cool. So I already made notes. I, obviously, I have an iPad here, but I write. I, I don't type. Um, and 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 now, after seeing that movie a couple couple of years ago, um, I also started to very uh, consciously draw um, stuff that comes up to my mind when I have a talk with a client. Yeah. And then I share the picture, and 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 then you activate even even more than just with words, um, what you see. Yeah. Um, and uh, so... Because you use two parts of the brain. You exactly. use the, the, the... Left and the right brain. The life, left and the right brain. Exactly. Exactly. And um, and this was such a cool, well, inspiration for me. Yeah. Um, even though your even drawings though are, are probably better because he had, <laughs> he, had <laughs> he had Parkinson's. He had Parkinson's. So he, like, all his... Yeah. Scribbly yeah. doodles were very well, very scribbly. Yeah. Although they were very clear still, like yeah. it's it really had a charm to it. Yeah. To be fair. Yeah, it was. It was like okay, guys, girls, please watch just it. watch it. Yeah, just watch it. Either just way, watch the, the it. rest of your cool. introduction, I'll let okay, you. Okay. This is well, not so much maybe. Um, I'm working now um, a small fifteen years uh, with my own company. Very pleased that my oldest son is also working now uh, in this company. We, we have a pretty vast amount of trainers who went through certification programs for our uh, training uh, program. Um, so, so now we're really establishing like a, like a firm base yeah. of what we are doing, what we are accomplishing within companies and individuals and, um, well, for the rest, uh, I have two sons, and this is one. <laughs> I have another one, wife, dog, live in the south of the Netherlands. Um, yeah. And, um, well, that's that's short. And maybe later <laughs> on, maybe later on, I, I, think will, you, I, think I will already, tell you more. Maybe you already you shared quite okay, some please, things. you. <laughs> for me, yeah, my name is Rowan, Rowan Deckers. So I am, I am the older son, because for the people that are not watching this on YouTube... Um, you just waved your hand over to me like uh, my older son, but obviously the people listening on Spotify will not see your hand gesture. Mm, yeah, um, true. So that, that, that's me. I'm the older son. Um, I'm also a trainer at Mentis Me. Yeah. Um, I'm a practitioner coach. So I, uh, I, yeah. Well, that's it. I'm I'm a practitioner coach. Uh, I also studied uh, ACT, which is acceptance and commitment therapy. Um, I train, I have been training some, like a couple of years only, uh, now, but I've been obviously raised by a psychologist, which is my dad. Um, and my mother is an NLP coach as well, which clearly has impact on the way you're raised. So from a, from a baby on out, I was basically raised with this kind of insight and knowledge because you can you can't completely separate it mm. it's not like no. you step out of your mm, no. psychology practice no. and you're a completely different person without that knowledge like i will experience that when you, i experienced that when you raised me so a part of that was already in me and i always felt an urge to do something with it uh, i first did something completely different 
uh, which did result in a lot of knowledge that I still have about, for example, creating content, uh, creating videos, visuals, stuff like that. Um, but I figured out after only a couple of years in that industry, which was a very interesting industry, uh, I learned a lot, but that it wasn't my, it wasn't my passion. It wasn't, it wasn't fully my passion. It's a part of it, but it's not fully. No. I've always been passionate about entertaining. Yes. Um, which Definitely. I now lovely, which I now lovely, lovelyly, <laughs> which I gladly, that's what I wanted to say, which I gladly combine with training, which we call enter, enter training. Uh, it's kind of the term you use for it. But uh, I really like this. So I did a complete career change. And now for a couple of years, I'm doing this. I help a lot of people. I do individual uh, coaching. I do trainings. I still make a lot of the content. I produce a lot for Men's Me content. And uh, that's that's who I am. I also have a lovely girlfriend and also a lovely dog. No children yet. So uh, Gerard yeah. is not a grandpa. I'm not um, a grandpa. He's no. very sad about that. Yes. But, uh, yes. you know, I'd one really day. I'd like to become one. So... <laughs> He, he, should, he, should, <laughs> he should at least be happy that his son is entering his company as well. I yeah, think that definitely. was, but long, long story short, that's, that's the dynamic duo you guys are going to be listening to for, uh, for, well, a lot of time, hopefully in the future as well. We're going to be making a lot of cool episodes and uh, let's, let's just hop in. And the frequency is about once a week. That's we're going to try once a week, depending yeah. on like, maybe we have longer breaks in between seasons. Um, we're going to see how that's going to go, yep. but we're going to try once a week and just give you guys great content, not try to overdo it. We see a lot of other series go like multiple times a week. I think for us, it's good to make sure you guys have quality content to do once a week, yes. keep it to that and make sure you have a nice, uh, a nice topic to listen to. Yeah. Um, so, so for this first, week, the topic... topic. Yeah, uh, we wanted to talk about the future of work in general because a lot has been changing. Yes. Uh, obviously, yes. later on, we're also going to talk about AI, which is probably the most trending topic there is when it comes to the future of work, but it's definitely not the only topic. So a couple no. of things that are also a part of it, I think, are the, um, the balance between remote work, what has been happening, mm -hmm. so remote work, hybrid work, everything in that direction. We're going to be talking about the social needs of people um, because a lot changed in there as well. Maybe a little bit of marketing and sales, what is changing there. And we're going to be, like I said, talking about AI. Um, and in the end, we have a, uh, a, fun, a fun question we want to ask you as listeners as well to join in on the conversation. Mm. Um, sounds good? Yeah, sounds good. good. Um, can I start off? <laughs> Do you want to start off? Yes, please. Okay. 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 Um, why uh, the future of work? Because I think a lot of people, um, I've seen maybe articles and, and videos and stuff about predictions of how work is going to evolve in the next years or whatever. And obviously people do this all the time, every time. Okay, what's going to be the future of work? And how can I prepare myself to be a person who fits in that new future? You know? And um, the, the interesting part is that, that if you look back into history, every time work changes because of all kinds of developments. Mm -hmm. Industrial revolution, new types of work, um, 
people get a little bit afraid of what's happening and they see developments and then they think, oh, my work, oh, maybe it's going to disappear. Maybe it's going to disappear. My work, which I'm doing now. It's fun because it's something we are scared yeah. of now with, with everything that's happening, but it's, you know, it's not new. Every no, it, it, is, it is of all times. It, it, it's always been like that because the world, the world evolves, it, it, new developments, and then people do work. People do something for the society. Because if you look at the future of work, you first need to look at what is work for you. And I think because there was a lot of discussions in the last like 10, 15, 20 years about work-life balance. Definitely. And I think maybe that in the future, work-life balance is going to be very vague. Even more vague than it already Even is. Even more vague. So then you need to know, is there a work-life balance or is it just life? You know? We've, and, and, we've, we've obviously talked about that topic before, especially during trainings as well. Yes. Because we do analysis of people. We, we do our social communication style scan, which is a 360 degree scan. So yes. you scan people, but they do a self-assessment mm -hmm. and they invite other people to do an assessment about them. So they'll see the contrast between what they think and what they're Pe the people around them think, and we also separate those people around them in personal, like like private, and um, uh, and professional. Yes. So they have like colleagues, but they also have uh, uh, instead of colleagues, they also have just friends filling it in. So then you see a contrast, and you really clearly see. Okay, where are you not being yourself, and where are you being yourself? Exactly. Where are you are you in exactly. line with your own needs and your own preferences? And exactly. the thing is then you need to know that if you don't act in line with, with your personal nature, that's going to cost you way more energy. So at yes. some point, if you want to save yourself some energy, you want every level to be quite the same. So why would you then separate them as much as, mm. much as possible yes. anymore if everything is the same? Yes. If everything is in balance? Yes. So yes. Yeah, so, so, so what Rowan refers to is that in the eyes of others, you can behave in a way which doesn't really reflect how you feel inside. So the perception of how you work or how you live your life and how you behave can be different from how others perceive you. Yes, in a way, that's that's what I was referring to. But because of this, like this topic especially, yeah. I think the separation of professional and private is very interesting as well. So it's not only about that contrast of how no, you no, think exactly. you act and others or people see you, exactly. but also how other people see you in different scenarios. Yeah, but, but but being confronted by the opinion of others in private and in professional life there starts an internal dialogue for what has worked for you. So if you look at the future of work, you need to be connected to what you want to do 
for society. Mm -hmm. And why are, we, why are we talking about work? Because the behavior we do in a specific context gives back a value. And the value in this sense is money. Mm -hmm. so, so you go to a, an environment, workplace, and then you do stuff. And then at the end of the month or earlier, you get money. Value. Hope, hopefully. Value. <laughs> hopefully. But then it is called work. So the definition of work is that you do something and people you work for, they give you money. You receive value. You, you, receive, you receive value. value for the value you put in. Yes. So you An exchange of value. Exactly. Yeah. So it is an exchange. <laughs> Very good. So it's an it's a exchange of value. It's super cool to realize this. So... When will there be like a optimization of usage of your value? Yeah, because when that is, then you don't, you're not needed to bring that value anymore. When's it, like it, when it's too optimized, you're not needed anymore. And it's not like, it's a hard realization to do, but it's hard because there's emotions involved. That's why it's hard. Because we feel bad about it. But it's nothing to... Feel bad about what? About the fact that the thing that we trained and worked hard for is mm -hmm. now replaceable. And that we are not necessary anymore to do that work. Exactly. But could be. Could be. Could be. But could be. I, on a, on a, I think on a yearly basis, we do talk about this also uh, in person. Maybe that's even something we can talk about now a little mm. bit, like just... Sure. A couple of minutes and sure. reevaluate if it's still the case. But we all, we often ask each other, hey, what is what is the pain we are solving for people right now? We call mm. it the pain. We have experience with a lot of people that they find the terminology of calling this pain a little bit exaggerated. Yes. Uh, but what we're what we're what we're referring to is what what need are we resolving for people? And are we still Yeah, people and when you talk about people Clients, Cl customers. Exactly. Uh, yeah, but also your employer. Employer could be, yeah, yes. You know? But we ask ourselves that as well because we are a company, of course, but we are still selling our services. So we're still uh, on, a, on, a, on a yearly basis at least, but more, multiple times a year it happens in, in practice. Mm. But we ask ourselves, like, are we still fixing that pain? Are we still needed? Are we still doing this uh, in, in a way that it's still needed? Or can we innovate it a little bit more? Um, and, yeah, but, and it needs okay. to, it's, 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 it becomes a hard conversation if you let emotions get involved with that. Mm. We also notice it, like some things, some things we've worked very hard on, mm. very, very hard on, and then thinking about the idea that it might be outdated mm. or not needed anymore, mm. or mm, people don't need to pay for that as it's much so anymore. Interesting. Maybe you, if you really listen to the words, you understand what happens here. So... So you give something of value to your workspace or to people or to clients or to employers or etc. So you give something of value. You value yourself and what you do. And then you give it. You give it to them. And then there is an exchange of value. And at, at, at maybe at some moment in time, that value is not returned and what psychologically happens 
instantly is that people then think I'm not of value because they do not return the value. You know? And then something happens with your self-esteem and your self-worth because you think you're not worth getting value back from what you give. And when you are very well in touch with yourself, obviously, you give the best of yourself. You give your worth, your value. Well, you we, know? we've talked about that before in another episode. And actually, the funny thing is, another episode, not here, but the Unlimited Potential Podcast. Um, it's not actually the fact that you think you're not worth it. So other people say it, and we tend to say that when we're in conversations. Mm-hmm. We tend, yeah, because people said this, I don't think I'm I, I I'm worth as much, or I bring this much value. But it's not even that true, because the reason why it hurts you is because there the the it conflicts. If if you would completely believe What's it, different, yes. If you would completely believe that you weren't adding value anymore, there would be no issue. You wouldn't care because you knew it already. But the thing is, you feel like you're bringing value to Mm. the table and somebody else does not think so. But you still think you bring value to the table. So it's not that you actually believe it. The problem is in the the conflict within within Mm. the not believing it, in a way. I think this is is a key issue Owen uh, addresses here. And it, it, um, you, you obviously need to be conscious. <laughs> yes, yeah, yes. Sorry, I'm gonna refrain from ma- making a joke about okay. that. Okay. So, so you need to be conscious how you behave in the world, what you do, how you work, how you interact with your partner, how you interact with friends and yes your yes. children and family and friends and i think sometimes we're just an autopilot you know we go to work we get in our car the train the bus bicycle whatever and then you do your thing and then at some of the time you go back home and you think then that the real life begins because then you're in private then you are in your discretionary time your time where you can choose whatever you do to do which is also a facade but which obviously is not true because <laughs> then you have your partner and your children unless you're completely alone and you you have you're completely self self supplying and everything yeah you make your own food, you get your own energy from solar panels and... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but still then, you have that inter- internal dialogue where you, well, obviously you can get lost in that. Um, but the future of work, I think, because it's going to be like a, it's going to be vague. When is it private? When, it is, when, when is it professional or business? And obviously, remote work made in the corona time, COVID period, made it even more clear that work and life, work and 
work-life balance. So cool to, to, to even think about these two terms, work-life balance. So is work not life? I, no, oh, well, maybe another podcast. <laughs> uh, but, you know, remote work, because you are then, for the most of the time, at home, Working. Well, you also have people that go to like Spain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and, okay, sorry, and, and sorry. Like, oh, God, stupid of me. Yeah, definitely. So, so you can, but just not in the workspace. Yes. So then you think you have, well, you are remote, you are on distance from the workplace. And then something strange happens. So you are sitting somewhere, you choose to sit there mm -hmm. in Spain or whatever, or, or at home or etc., And then you are doing stuff which is being like determined as being work. So there's a kind of discrepancy between where you are with your physical body and what you do, which is called work. And, and, and this remote work creates a kind of internal conflict because your physical body is not where maybe it's supposed to be. Oh, like that. Yes. You so know, what, you, what you're talking about is that it makes space. that probably, well, I think so. I think remote work, the way you explain it, is one of the bigger causes of the work-life balance becoming so vague. Exactly. Because you're not there. You're you're not separating the spaces anymore. You're Yes, exactly. So so your your whole nature, your whole being is somewhat in conflict. Because you're not in a place where you should work. Yeah, and you're you, you associate know? locations with the things that you do there. So, for example, your bedroom is associated with sleeping, and, and your uh, dressing room yeah, is yes. associated with with getting dressed and clothes. Exactly. And and uh, this sounds exactly. like it's very irrelevant, but in cases like a workspace, it is incredibly relevant. Exactly. Like with a with a with a dressing room, it's not that impactful. Like, who cares? Yes, it's associated with clothes. Nobody cares. No. But with a workspace, it is. It is because. Uh, and this, when I started working remote when Corona hit, and I still worked at the other company where I worked back there, like four years ago, um, I had to for a while. I had my, I, or still, I have my desk in my bedroom. Mm. Um, so working in your, in your bedroom, it's very important that you separate certain things in your bedroom. Exactly. Um, so there is also a mental separation of like, okay, when I'm here, it's sleeping time. Because if you don't, if you let that cross over, you're going to get a, a work feeling when you're laying in bed. Or a, a I want to relax feeling when you're sitting in yes. your desk chair if you want to work. Yes. So there's a, um, there, there's a couple of things you really need to take into account. But that, that's, that is a part of what you're explaining yes, as well. Yes, exactly. Because we are very physical beings at, well... <laughs> The fourth topic is AI and, and maybe virtual reality, etc. But where our body is is where we um, where we connect. So we can only and, and we can only really connect best when there is synchronicity, when you 
are in a place where you also do the work. So there, so there is some yes. a kind of a a mind f, so that you that you that you think like, okay, wait, this is not there's something wrong here. And yeah, and, and obviously it becomes we, different when we get to an era where virtual reality becomes so real that you can also feel things, smell things. So all your senses are 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 being yeah, but being then, tempted, but. But then we're it, not there yet. Is, yeah, but but then it would be okay. So th this is maybe a little bit different opinion than a lot of people think. But if you use virtual reality to put yourself in a workspace where you feel and taste the workspace, then I think, from a psychological perspective, it is better than now that you sit in front of in front of a yeah. camera uh, in your living room or bedroom in my or case, yeah, bedroom. study or whatever. Yeah. Um, because then you still know that you are not in a workspace. So in, um, in, then, in that analogy, you, it is good, the AI progress and the virtual reality progress. I think mainly my virtual because reality. Because you can yeah. like detach from work environment, but that's shutting down the AI. Yeah, but you then know? there's, then, then there's an, another topic when it comes to remote work that in my opinion, that really piqued my interest. And that's the fact that we're doing more and more alone. Hmm. And remote working, yeah, we get it, but people are getting, when they're remote working, they're also getting more and more disconnected. Hmm. They're more on their own. They're, and we've already been doing that for years. Yeah. Uh, even before COVID, like a lot of people think that COVID is the big reason why people are so, um, so separated from each other and so on their own. But I, I don't think that's the biggest issue. Before that, it has already been happening with people um, being on their phones a lot, with technolog uh, technology just getting better and better. People are on their phone. People are online. People are... Um, uh, one of the things that you've been seeing is that a lot more people are just going to the gym mm. instead of doing team sports, mm. which is just like people choose to, instead of go to a, say a, a football field and play with, with other team members, they choose to go mm. to the gym in solidarity. And you can say, well, there's other people at the gym. No, because everybody has their earphones in. Everybody has their headphones on and they're just walking on a treadmill alone. Yes. We are slowly going to a time where everybody's more and more and more on their own, even though, in my opinion, that's one of the things that is, that makes us, so one of our talents as human beings, mm. connecting. One of the things that, like, even AI, and we'll get to AI in a little bit, I guess, but even AI struggles with to do, really connecting to each other. Yeah, so one of the topics you, you, we, we looked at, well, subtopics of the future of work was the social needs. So what, is it, what are your social needs in work context, for example? And are they, for example, different from the needs you have in private? I don't really think they are that different. Because most of the time in Western world, um, we, we interact. 
we interact with people and we want to feel recognized when we do work, when we work together, when we do projects, when we do combined work, where you do a little bit and I do a little bit and it creates a specific service or product. Mm -hmm. And for that, you need communication. For that, you need connection. And it is, in my opinion, exactly the same social need in work than in private. And maybe the topic is a little bit different, work-related tasks, etc. But the, the underlying fundament is that you need connection, that you want connection. You want as much connection, um, well, maybe you should, but as much connection with your colleague as you want, well, on a basic term, a connection with your spouse, with your partner. It or is, friends or, or friends family or family. So there's there's a basic psychological need that's that you want filled in every situation. Exactly. And that's where the resemblances lie, I think. Mm. Yeah, and, and and I think you that's also what we see, Rowena, when we do the uh the social style scans, uh 360, where we where we see um the social needs people have and the type of behaviors. Yeah they have um, when they are in private or when they are in business or, or when they really just are, are, are having the internal dialogue on what they on what they want inside of themselves to, and so, to be fair to be you fair you, you see the 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 work-life balance thing the separation also becoming vaguer during those conversations. Like you see there how, mm. un, how quote unquote, unimportant that separation is. Mm. Uh, it is in some regards, like for example, what we talked about. So the uh, being able to see the contrast, it's very helpful. The different topics we discuss, it's very helpful to separate those a little bit. But the social needs, you see that there's there is a very it's very vague there. When I when I do sessions with people, when we do social style scans, and we look at it, um, ninety nine percent of the times, the end result sort of think that they are going to work on in the end because that's what comes out, right? Mm -hmm, you're going to mm -hmm, see a contrast. Mm -hmm. You're going to see ah, oh, I do something different in my workspace than I do in my private life, and this is my what I personally would like that to be like. Oh, what should I change? What should I do different? What should I watch out for? So something something tangible comes out that people are going to work on in the future. 99% mm. of the time, that's something they are going to work on. Not, not they are going to work on... Oh, my lights <laughs> ran out of battery. Mm. Um, uh, not something they are going to work on in their private life. Not something they're going to work on in their business life. No. Something they are going to work on, period. Yes. Because it's something they resonate with from, yes. from within themselves. And almost always there is the underlying need for connection. Yes. Almost always. There's a form of distortion of, of, the, of connection they have with their environment, with the people in their environment. And they want to, 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 to fix that. And they want to, first, obviously, to, to, to notice where... Uh, the problem lies, and then to see how to fix that. And obviously, social needs are not not just one social need. So it's 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 a container 
um, container term. term, yeah. It's a container term, but obviously people have different social needs. For example, a specific person can have the need for a lot of discussions, mm-hmm. a lot of talks, interactions with other people without really being focused on the task at hand. And other people can, in exactly the same situation, can be much more focused, okay, are we going to get the job done on time, Mm -hmm. on the short term? So if people are working in the same environment and they need to do together the job at hand, you need to recognize the different basic needs, the different social needs people have to get the job done. Definitely, definitely. In the time that has been set for that tasks. Yeah. So to recognize that is, is, is extremely helpful to diminish any, any discomfort. Well, I can, I, can, um, I can imagine that that only becomes harder and harder, though, when we disconnect ourselves more from each other. Exactly. When we exactly. start working more remotely, yes. even though yes. we're not yet there with the VR that we're really in the workspace. No. We're, we're, not, we're, we're not there yet. We're gonna close, but we're not there. It's so different. Uh, we experience during trainings, giving a training online is so different than giving yeah. a training in real life. Yeah, we're um, really trying to, to, to create the experience as, as good as possible. But I think we have a very good alternative mm. But so to say, the, the online alternative is always, say, a 90% of what the real life experience is. Mm. It's very good. Yes. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm really proud of what we do with our mm. online trainings. It's super, super good. But um, it's, it's very different in a way that there's a couple of things that just... Uh, mm. uh, it, doesn't, it doesn't make you... My frustration made the light go out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, but it, it makes it, um, how do I say it? If you really connect, because we're talking about, uh, <coughs> we're talking about connecting with your space where you are and therefore connecting also with the things that you do. Mm. We have the same with trainings. When people connect to the space where we're giving the training and mm. they're connecting to each other and to the room, to the location, to the experience as a whole, that's when people really grasp the theory that we're talking about the best. Mm. So when you're at home and you have the ability to mute yourself, to take away your screen, just just to look at your phone without anybody noticing that you're looking at your phone, so you can't be like outed for looking at your phone. You can't Mm. be like, hey, can you please put your phone away? That's not possible. Uh, The ability to just stand up and go do your laundry in the meantime with your earbuds in so you can, yeah, I can still hear it. You'll disconnect from the theory as well. Mm. So, yes. you know, I, I... Yeah, but we, we see every, every day that this is a little bit already the future of work. And the, the question maybe people should answer themselves, is this, is this for me satisfying? It is for me... Is this satisfying for me? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Is it satisfying? And um, is this how I want to how I how I want to work? How I want to give my um, contribution to my company, to my society, etc. 
is is in this the, in the is long this run. how is this how I want to put my value into that environment, my value as a person, because yeah. that is obviously the most well, the most sacred, valued thing, your talent, your value. And if you acknowledge that, well, well, then you need to look at where you are, where you are in the in in the work life space in the, in in the new uh, developments in work. Is this how you want to work? But this is also something where you can adjust yourself to yeah. what happens yeah. in work. So and, it, and especially in the long run. So be, because yeah. the reason why yes, these exactly. things the reason why these things happen is mainly because as as humans as people we are we have our our nature is to be mm. tempted by things on the short term exactly when something happens and it feels like it's it's a it's a, we can get a benefit out of it on the short mm. term we're tempted to do it because the result is very close by the satisfaction yes. is very close by yes. so for example that need to be like oh yeah but you know I know the training won't help me uh, uh, the, the training will be better if I'm there, but mm. if I do it online, I can do my laundry in the meantime, and I'm really behind on my laundry. Yes, right now. Yes, even though so the the benefit on the short term is oh, I can do my laundry real quick. I can just be at ease. That's at that moment. That's a benefit you get at that moment in time. Mm. But if you would choose to be there on the location, the the short term result would be oh, well, I can't do those things, so no, it's not fun. But the long-term result is that you will grasp the knowledge better, be able to implement it better, um, maybe even network a bit more. Mm. Uh, you'll, you have a lot of long-term benefits from it, but that's not how we're programmed. We're no. programmed, our brains love to look at the, the candy that's close by, that's right here in front yes. of us. Yes, yes. And I think the, uh, maybe Rowan, is, it's, it's good to, to really jump a bit to the last part of this uh, discussion about the future of work and maybe we're going to dive deeper into into one of these subtopics we talked about. I and think, the, for and, example, and we AI, we but talked yeah, about exactly. it earlier, like we want to do it later on, but I think we should dedicate an entire episode to yes. AI probably. Yeah, but just, um, just lift a little bit the... Um, uh, the curtain on, on, on what we are experiencing at this moment in time in, in our profession, coaching, for example, and guiding people into, um, into their challenges or with their challenges, I must say. Um, so in my opinion, AI is obviously um, very fast um, algorithm that searches within available knowledge all over the world in all kind of different environments. Yes. Where they combine stuff and they give it to you as focused as possible. That's what AI at this moment of time does. Uh, and, and the most popular, obviously, tool, ChatGPT, Chat Chat um, is doing that, in my opinion, very eloquently um, and sometimes almost humanly. So yeah, although you don't have to like consider its feelings as much, which is a very no, but you almost thing. do. You you almost want to, but at or the you, same or just time, ask politely. Sometimes I sometimes find myself asking politely to Chat GPT. Hey, could you? Could you please, please? For example, this like, 
And then sometimes I ask, okay, if I, I did. So I asked ChatGPT, yeah. I asked ChatGPT, okay, do you mind me asking, it, asking without please, et cetera, et cetera. And then I really got the answer, well, I really like the word please, but obviously I am an algorithm. So there's not really any emotion involved here. But it's, you know, the answer of ChatGPT. Well, you know? What a good topic to discuss about that. And I, I really think we should do that in a separate episode. Um, is like the moral balance, the, the, con the moral conditioning we have on ourselves. So mm. when we condition ourselves that we don't have to do that with ChatGPT, so you just, <laughs> can just be rude. Hey, give me this and this and this. And ChatGPT is an, is, an, is an interaction form. It's almost a social thing uh, that you do almost every day in certain mm. work fields. Um, would it affect our normal social communication by constantly talking to a thing in that, with that tone of voice? Well, well almost demanding. Demanding things. Will that affect our social communication yeah. in other regards as well? Yeah. So maybe and it doesn't demand maybe, anything from you. Yeah, and maybe it's better you know? to keep our conditioning, our social conditioning healthy. Maybe it's better to also treat ChatGPT in that way, the way we would treat normal people, mm. because you you then keep conditioning yourself to stay polite mm. and be kind. Yes. Hey, could you please? Yes. yes, because also sometimes I think we we lost track. If you look at social media about being polite and about being considerate for em the feeling. Empathetic. But it's empathetic all, this, uh, this all has, for the feeling of others. This, and, this know, all has to and, do with, with... And it doesn't help, I think, if you... Well, what, it, what we talked about. It all so, has to do with connection. Yes. People are not connecting as much anymore to each other. Um, well, even if you talk about that subject of our... For some people, our, our biggest conversation partner is ChatGPT, which is not a human. Uh, like the, we're, we're struggling with connection. We can say that. And yes, there is even studies yeah. that say that one in two people feel, feels lonely on a regular basis. Yes. One in two, 50%. That's an insane amount. So, you know, I think that's something we can definitely say to our listeners. You can expect a lot about that in our podcast. We definitely, We're going to talk about a lot yeah. about connection. We're going to talk about yeah. a lot of different aspects of connection. So connection with ChatGPT, connection with colleagues, uh, collection, connection with your clients, customers, company culture, you name it. We're going to yes. talk about it. Yeah, We're going to have a lot of cool guests about this subject yeah. as well that will share their knowledge on this uh, because it's, it is a vital part of it all it's a vital part of our successes now in the past and in the future um and you will uh, you will see and hear more about that in future episodes yeah and that's why we call this episode the future of work adapting to change so the adapting to change is constantly here if you are really conscious about yourself and how you interact with the world um and there's a lot of going on now and it's, it's like a it's like a supersonic um, speed. Definitely. ChatGPT, a couple of hundred million users in like seven, eight months time. Yeah. I don't know if we can adapt that fast, but better and better, probably. 
Um, so this, well, we we, we so, take control so these, of our own proce- progress as well. So you know we have the control over yeah. over how fast we want to do this and so, want to let it go. So. Yeah. So I'm um, <laughs> I'm again really enthusiastic about work talks. Uh, what we are doing here um, again, it will be a little bit more focused, obviously, on work. Um, that's why it's called work talks. Uh, but obviously, you can get a lot of out of it uh, for your personal life because we also think that a lot of vagueness is going to appear around work definitely and private um, which creates obviously life your life in the full context and both bar both parts will definitely benef- benefit from any improvement i yes. think if you improve personally you're yes. going to feel the benefits of that in yes, your professional definitely. life as well definitely. and the other way around so, so ai will be one of the uh, topics big to, bigger one we're going to go, go bigger more topics. in depth we already talked about it right now obviously but we're going to go more in depth about yes, that definitely um, we definitely. are we are very curious about um, your situation right now yeah. because that can also maybe feed some subjects for us for the future in future episodes we can talk about maybe your your uh, line of work uh, the things that you're experiencing so please let us know uh, how you feel like your work is changing and going to change in the future and how you're currently adapting to it because we're very curious to hear yeah you know those topics and those yeah, yeah and please uh, please follow this podcast for new um for new episodes um and if you have any questions you could put them in the comments as well they yes can and, they can and also send it to support at mentis.me yeah um if they have any questions we'll gladly answer them by email or our social media so we have instagram uh, mens me global uh on linkedin we're mens me connecting you and potential you can find us there as well um you can find us on twitter threads as yes. of recently as well yes um even TikTok, we post like short videos on yes. TikTok as well. Yes. Uh, so everywhere you want, you can find us. Uh, you can we can stay in touch. You can give us a message or whatever you like. Good talk. Yes. Yeah. Good first talk. <laughs> <laughs>